topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Hello and welcome to the Phoenix 5-0 Info Show. And I'm your host, Lieutenant Vince Lewis with the Phoenix Police Public Affairs Bureau. Once again, we're coming to you from Phoenix Police Headquarters in downtown. I'm joined today by Sergeant Robert Shearer, who's a public information sergeant. Hello. Sir, how are we? Good. Our guest today is Sergeant Myra Reeson. Uh, she works out of the Cactus Park Precinct, and you're the Community Action Sergeant? Yes. That's your title? Yes, I put the action in Community Action. <laughs> That's outstanding. You got a team of neighborhood enforcement officers, or who, who your Community Action Officers? Who's, who makes up your team? The Community Action Officers, uh, along with uh, I have a crime-free abatement and a liquor detective. Okay, awesome. So there's some interesting things going on right now in Cactus Park Precinct, and that's the precinct that goes west of the I-17 from roughly Indian School north to... The 303? The 303. Uh, excellent. Okay, so there's a lot of new development, especially in that northern um, area of the precinct. Interesting thing about 27th Avenue is the rise in activity that we've seen, um, and that goes down into the Maryville Precinct, which is south of Indian School. Uh, all the way up 27th Avenue, uh, you are active with those business alliances, those community members, the groups that really want to take action and, and get involved in what's going on in their neighborhood, all up and down 27. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes. We have some great community partners in that area um, that have really band together to address some of the rising crime in their communities. So I grew up there uh, in that neighborhood, and I, that was my first precinct that I started working in 25 years ago, which was interesting because, you know, to see all the people that I, you know, grew up around and, and hung out at their houses and went to church with and so forth. So uh, it's definitely some insight, but I've seen a lot of change uh, in, in different areas, especially around the GCU and so forth. But what we're going to focus on today specifically is uh, the, the property crime aspect. So as we know, uh, Chief Sullivan released his mid-year crime stats uh, where violent crime was down. Uh, is that correct, Rob? Yeah, violent crime and property crime were down. Excellent. So, the, But specific to the property crime, because we already covered homicides, specific to the property crime, uh, which was down 19% in Phoenix uh, per the UCR stats, and, and property crime specifically deal with uh, what? Just it's, it's nonviolent offenses. It's going to be your thefts, your shopliftings, burglaries, arson, and stolen vehicles. So, and that's what we're going to talk about, stolen vehicles. So, and, and stolen vehicles kind of skewed the numbers. Can you speak to that a little? Yeah, significantly. So stolen vehicles ended up being the only um, only trackable uh, property crime that actually went up. It went up 4%. Even within that that breakdown, it was skewed heavily. Um, but, but do we know why? So there's, there's an ongoing national trend that involves Kias and Hyundais. Um, it's it's easy to see that's probably the why. Um, Where did with, that start? It's it started over social media. Um, they've nicknamed themselves. Don't want to give anybody any glory, but they've nicknamed themselves, and it's turned into an epidemic nationwide. And but it's, it's dealing it's specifically us. with two makes, right? Yes, yeah, and those Kia, are Kia and Hyundai. And, and we know this because the uh, Arizona Attorney General, along with twenty two other Attorney Generals, banded together and they did issue a letter to the manufacturers saying that here's the situation that we've seen. Um, there we and they were calling on those manufacturers to take action, uh, specific to the thefts, the cars. And how they were being stolen, it's it's unique, it's technologically driven, but do you know the details of the specifics on how these cars are being stolen? Yeah, we do know it. Again, it's it's on social media. It's a trend. Um, unfortunately, it was 
it was a pretty simple way to to steal a car once you gained entry, which made it obviously made the numbers rise significantly in those stats that that she put out. Stolen vehicles would have went down 24% if the numbers from 2022 would have transitioned to this current year. If that was the case, property crime in turn would have went down significantly as those auto theft would have went down. Specifically per model, Kia went up 700%, while Hyundai went up over 400%. Um, so it's it's a significant number. Um, when they get in, it's it's an easy process. Again, not trying to glorify that element of it, but it's an easy process. And yes, um, the Kia and Hyundai were both called to action to make um, fixes to it. They both reacted to that. They both have their own individual way of doing that. And now we're we're going to turn to trying to support those changes to thwart off some of these rises. And over time, we've seen preferences of uh, vehicles in, in the way that uh, certain criminals would target or prefer to steal certain cars. They would learn a new trick or a trade or, or uh, find a system to bypass. Do we think that maybe the rise in these particular models came with that or, or were in line with a preference for stealing these particular models? Yeah, and it was the ease of doing it back when we got on. The jiggle keys made it easy to get in, easy to start the car. That was obviously changed. A lot of these push-button starts, changing the ignition devices, changed their ability to use those type of keys. Um, technology now is a factor, and that, that's a factor in how they steal these now. So I remember, and you probably saw this too, Myra, when you stop a car for whatever reason you stop the car for, you know, obviously there's a lawful reason to do that. Sometimes it's behavioral. When you approach, you see the cracked column. You see the, steering, the uh, screwdriver sticking out of the ignition. You've seen that, right? Yes, that's something we call a clue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, those help in police work. I, I remember the excuses of like, oh, no, uh, I just uh, I couldn't find my key. So you suck a screwdriver in your ignition. Right. Um, that, that, was, uh, that was easy to point out uh, those types of things. Yeah. So anyway, so they obviously, like you said, so Kia and Hyundai, they have stepped up, they've acknowledged, and they've, they're making a concerted effort to try to fix this. And they've done it. We've seen actions taken in other countries, neighboring countries, where these Kias and Hyundais are being driven. But we're dealing, well, let's talk specifically about the United States. Let's talk about Arizona. Let's talk about Phoenix. So what, can, what are we seeing those manufacturers do or, or offer now to help with this issue? So each of them are doing different different elements. Um, Hyundai, as we understand, are, are putting out steering wheel locks. Um, it's a, it's an anti-theft device that's been around for many years and at least um, can stop and or delay the process and maybe put some element of, you know, someone out there trying to steal a car that may see this device on your car may think twice about doing it. It's going to at minimum take an additional amount of time for them to be successful in stealing that car. Um, so it's kind of twofold. It operates as as kind of a stay away device and it's going to make it harder to steal um, kia has had a technological element where they you're going to download um, a different element of software into your car which is going to stop the ease of stealing it once they get into it so there's physical barriers uh, steering wheel locks steering column locks and i've seen uh, i had one on an old vehicle it was actually a, a brake lock it was a device that pro prohibited you from pushing down on the brake, which is a required step in actually starting the car. Right. So there's physical barriers, there's software upgrades, and these are all solutions that somebody can either uh, initiate with the manufacturer or go out and order the part and take right. care of it themselves when it's right. dealing specifically with the uh, mechanical intervention. Right. Yeah. And I think anybody with this type of car, these two models in the years that are included, um, has to just at this point take the extra steps to make sure um, there's clearly those elements and those type of cars are being targeted 
take those extra steps, make the, the auto thief think twice about taking your car. Um, then there's a lot of things you can do to do, to, um, to do that and, and show them it's going to be a little bit more difficult to, to take my car. Yeah. The brake one I think is fantastic because again, you can't get it into gear. It's not going anywhere regardless if you started. So, so we're talking with Sergeant, uh, Rob Shearer from, uh, the public information office. We're also joined by Sergeant Myra Reeson from Cactus Park Precinct, uh, Myra, do you have any tips or tricks to help stop or prevent just auto theft in general? Well, in speaking about Kia and Hyundai, I think right now the first step, if you feel that you have one of these vehicles that are being affected, is contact your manufacturer, contact your local dealership where you purchase your vehicle from. They should be able to direct you in either coming in and getting the software update or I believe some uh, manufacturers are providing the uh, steering wheel lock device. So I would start there. We are also partnering with um, some of these uh, dealerships, and we are going to be hosting two events on Sunday in September. It's going to be Sunday, September 17th, and Sunday, September 24th. I believe the hours of operation will be 9 to 3 p.m. It'll be at Metro Center, the uh, Metro Center Mall at I-17 and Dunlap. And um, we will have the software uh, updates available there so you can get it done in one day. You can come out. You can meet your local community action officer. My team will be out there representing the Phoenix Police Department and supporting um, Kia in this event. You, I believe recruiting is going to come out. You can come talk to us about what, what it takes to be a police officer, sign up, get some information. Um, you know, that's always when people are asking, what can, what can we do? Uh, help join the solution. Uh, we are, we're hiring. We have some great competitive uh, rates. And uh, so our recruiting people will be out there. We'll have some fun events out there. Um, you, if you would like to talk to your local community action officer, I know my team is going to be out there. And I believe some of the other, um, this isn't just directly Cactus Park, I believe Desert Horizon, uh, Maryville, and some of the other precincts are also going to have some of their teammates out there. Come out, talk to us, get it all done in one day. It'll be a, a fun event. Excellent. So what we've learned is, and, and I don't think we mentioned the years before, but the models, Kia and Hyundai's between 2015 and 2019, we're seeing that they're twice as likely to be stolen uh, for what myriad of reasons that are out there. Uh, we have identified the software upgrade need and, you know, just the need on our part as consumers and drivers and uh, to take some type of either mechanical intervention uh, be smart about how we park the cars and where we put them and in just in general, right? Do you have any generalized tips or tricks that we can use to try to prevent auto theft, regardless of the car you drive? Yeah, I, I think um, first and foremost, you have a garage, consider garaging it. If that's an, if that's an option, put it in a garage. It's, it's hard to get to a car in a locked garage. Um, if you are going to park it outside, consider lights, consider cameras, consider the motion lights, anything that an auto thief can see and make them kind of rethink, hey, that may not be something I want to do. Um, one common trend, and it's interesting to think about, but a lot of us, when we started driving, it was key entries. And I know this doesn't deal with with the, the cars we're talking about, but a lot of cars now are push-button starts. People don't take their fobs out of their car. It's a weird phenomenon, but it's something, it's a trend that's going up. They just don't take their fob because it's not something we have to turn to take our key out to turn our car off on them or off. We just press a button and roll out. It's something that's common. Um, and unfortunately, when the key fob's in the car, it's really, really easy to steal. Um, but yeah, just consider well-lit areas. Consider, you know, parking it in, in an area that may not be as conducive to hiding someone that may try to steal a car. Um, whether you're at work um, at, or at home or wherever you may be, you know, do the things to try to protect yourself and prevent someone from taking your car. 
as simple as locking the doors. Uh, we forget uh, a lot of property crimes can be prevented by just, uh, it's a crime of opportunity. Maybe somebody was not walking down the street thinking, hey, you know, I'm going to take this wallet from this car, but they're walking by a car, the door's unlocked, and there's a wallet left inside. It's a crime of opportunity. So simply locking your vehicle is is just one thing. It's the same method that we've always told people. Um, they leave their garage door open, and there's equipment in the garage. There's a lawnmower. There's tools. And somebody may be walking down the street that didn't intend, like, hey, let me go break into garages, but they saw the opportunity. So crime of opportunity is always a big factor in property crimes. So lock your doors. Sometimes literally just walking down a row of vehicles and checking doors, this happens. We will get those suspicious people calls and we'll go out and, and you know, normally people are gone, but the just the simple locking your door. And Sajarishan, you brought up a great point about leaving things visible in the car. Even if you lock the car and somebody finds a way to enter into the vehicle, if they see that valuable piece of equipment, uh, whatever property that's out there might tempt them to actually go after it, right? Yeah. So early on in my career, when I first came on, iPods were a huge thing. And that's not a cell phone that you take everywhere with you. So that was one thing that was commonly left in a cup holder of a vehicle. Or you would see the iCords and people would know, hey, there might be an iPod in here. Yeah. So we we want those calls. We want people to observe. If you're out, if you're a night owl and you see the, the group of whoever it is, or even just the individual that not a script, but if they're walking up the driveways and trying door handles on cars that are out on the street, that's a clue. We definitely want those calls so that we can, Myra's team can get out there and, and investigate that. So thank you so much, Sergeant Reeson, for your time. We appreciate uh, the input. Sergeant uh, Scherer, we'll probably see you again soon. You, um, but uh, I want to thank you, uh, the listener. I want to thank my uh, producer, Pablo, today. Um, and I want to thank Bonifil for the time. And just as a reminder, you can help fight crime in your community, potentially earning a cash reward and remaining completely anonymous by sending tips to Silent Witness. Visit silentwitness.org and call 480-WITNESS. Visit us at phoenix.gov police and follow us on all social media platforms. And until next time, remember we're all in this together and be safe out there. You've been listening to 5-0 Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.